0: I have a book called Cabin Porn. It's got glamorous pictures of cabins from all over the world. Tucked into a glen, perched atop a hill with a stunning view. Tiny ones that fit just two beds against a window so it feels like you're sleeping outside. It's nice. But what I really want is the fence version Welcome to the accidental farm. Baby, it's cold outside. Even with stock tank de-icers, the water troughs are getting a layer of ice on them that I have to break with my boot each morning. And the water in my greenhouse is frozen. Uh, I was pushing my luck. Now I have to transition to carrying water cans from the house. If the heater holds out, it should be fine. Have you ever thought about time travel? Meaning, do you know where you might go, what year? Would you visit someone famous, or someone from your family long ago, or would you attend an important moment in history? For me, it would be to the time and place that some of the stone walls that I find in the woods were made. I stumble across them on hikes sometimes, or see them in the woods as I ride by, I always wonder who decided to put a long, meandering stone wall in the middle of the woods. Maybe it wasn't woods when the wall came to be. I find stone walls fascinating. Maybe this is why I'm obsessed with fences. I started with a garden fence, eight-foot posts, and chicken wire. That would keep the deer out. And even though they could probably jump it if they wanted to, they didn't. Years later, the snow heaved the posts in winter, and they started tipping outward like loose teeth. I put a fence around the first real chicken coop, also where the goats lived. It had three rows of boards and a hot wire on the bottom on the outside to deter coyotes. I also put a thin pole electric fence around the orchard to keep the deer out. It was gentle and pretty and looked like there was no fence there from afar, just the way I wanted it. But the winters and the winds here were hard on the fence, and it wobbled and became irritatingly crooked. As for the donkeys up at the bigger barn, they had an electric netted fence that you could move around. It rolled up into a column of webs, and I connected several together to make the pasture big enough. In the winter, the electric fence took a beating. It would poke through the snow and ground out, meaning it wouldn't zap an ant. But the donkeys didn't really need the electric charge to mind the fence. Its presence was enough. The goats were a different story, and when they moved to the big barn, we had more problems. That said, if the snow was really high, they stayed pretty close to the barn and didn't push the boundaries of the fence line. One summer, several years ago, I had had enough with the electric fence. I had wire fencing left over from the previous owners that was just sitting in the back corner of my tractor shed. Might as well use it. So my friend and neighbor, Carl, and I went and bought a bunch of locust posts. It's really strong wood. And when it cures, it's like iron. I pulled those posts around the pasture on a little pink tractor I had at the time. I spaced them out just so. And in pretty much every direction I picked, there were rocks. Tons of rocks. I would work all day digging holes and setting posts, sometimes with Carl and sometimes on my own. By the end of the day, I could barely lift my arms and would need help getting a pot from the drawer to the stove. Bone tired, they call it. But eventually, I got it done. And it was pretty straight. Not perfect, but good. And so satisfying to feel that the animals were safe in the winter. The summer of the multiple bear attacks and the garden-going gap-tooth from the snow heave, I decided to invest in a real fence. It's the best decision I've made in terms of infrastructure across the board. Maybe running water lines gets close, but fences here are solid. Art, the fence builder, had a big orange post driver. It goes straight through the rocks here. And I think Art has a built-in level or straight edge or both. I love to stand at the corner of the pasture and look down the fence line as it travels up and down over the landscape in a decidedly straight line. To me, it's peaceful. All the fences match now, around the garden, the old coop, the orchard now with the bees, the donkey pasture, the adjacent goat pasture, the garden. The order and symmetry and rectilinear lines are divine. Does order give you joy? Somehow, for me, it sorts out the chaos. It holds it together. A fence creates order. Maybe a neat desk helps you think. Same idea. A tidy car feels good for a day trip. (laughs) You Get the gist. I hope for you that the chaos is in check. It can be challenging to achieve that. But think fences. Fences. That might work.